once again, it's your favorite podcast, Three Brothers No Sense. I am Tavares Ferguson, joined with my co-host, Byron Evans, a.k.a. Buff, and Orazio Macarella, a.k.a. Razi. Fellas, tell them what's on your mind. Uh, nothing. Uh, just, you know, watched uh, Die Hard yesterday. Just want to throw that out there. Um, it was on TV. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Um, <laughs> and not only that, though, there's a new show out called um, The Movies That Made Us. So I don't know. Uh, Netflix has a show called The Toys That Made Us. They are in their, their third season. That was pretty cool. But Die Hard was one of the movies that they had on there. It's it's a pretty cool little uh, show that talks about how yeah, you. Not, not once that they mentioned how it's a Christmas movie, but proceed. They they didn't. They didn't. But it, it's, it's a cool thing. They, uh, I think they have Dirty Dancing as one of them, Ghostbusters. So it's a cool little take on how movies are uh, made and, and, you know, how some of the classics weren't thought they were going to be classics when they first got made. So that was pretty fun. Um, just got out of church, had to make a reservation for that. So, you know, yeah. that was, tell that us was more about why you got to make a reservation for church. I ain't never heard of that. I mean, yeah, well, is it a party of four. How does that go? It pretty much it is. It's uh, you get tickets. So uh, our church, I go to uh, church of the Highlands. It's a, uh, you know, a mega church and uh, you know, it's, it's a white church. So no, just throw that out there. Do they have a little usher that walks you down the aisle with the finger? Yeah, they, they, they do have that, but what do happens they do is the, do for they do holidays, the uh, they, yeah, they'll do it. Like I got one, I got two. They they have all that. So really, the only difference other than us getting out on time, like we we get out in about an hour, Which is black churches don't get out on time. Um, so churches the, don't get out on time? The, the church, but well, I don't. It's on time for them, but it is a way longer service. Let's be honest here. So. Uh, you know, uh, we get out on t- uh, in, in about an hour, and ultimately, it's just the music. Um, it, I, I had to get used to that because I'm so I'm, I was raised in kind of the black church, listening to the gospel, and um, it is not that. I'm just, we'll just throw that out there. Um, but once you get used to that, it's not that big of a deal. Um, I, I, I like the message and everything, and I like the environment that it is. But the biggest thing about why we have to make reservations is this is like one of the biggest churches. Actually, I think Church of the Highlands is the biggest church in Alabama. Um, They have campuses all over the state and there's like four campuses in Birmingham proper anyway. Uh, So we have a Hoover, River Chase, uh, Grants Mill. We have a West. So with all those different campuses, they get super overpacked on holidays because you know that's when folks like me go to church um you know i won't go to church for a month and a half and then all of a sudden on a holiday i end up going to church and so with that being said, with not bad, two, by the way huh month and a half is not bad by the way yeah, yeah exactly so it, that's what i'll be telling jenna because she don't understand that but uh with that since they get so overpacked what they do is they make you register to get tickets and that allows you to have seating before 11 o'clock uh, so you can they they don't open the um, the sanctuary up. Uh, they open it up at ten thirty, and you have to have reservations to be able to sit down uh, before eleven. And then at eleven, if you don't have tickets, you can come in, but it's hard to find seats. So you might be in the overflow, you might be in the in the lobby listening and stuff like that. So we we had to make reservations so we can get seats to get in. That's all it is. So you don't have to sit with the regular people. I mean, if you, <laughs> I guess. So you, yeah, you it's bougie, like you bougie, you bougie, you, you, you bougie when you go to church. <laughs> wow! So does Jenica get there on time now for that? 
Uh, yeah, she, she got. We got there at ten thirty this morning. Um, but any other morning, she she doesn't get there on time. Oh, okay, that's good. Maybe she's in the holiday spirit. Uh, Buff, what's good with you, man? Tell them what's on your mind. Uh, nice sweater, Rosie. By the way, it's uh, <laughs> it's fragile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it's red with white with white snowflakes, folks. Uh, I just want to touch on what he brought up the uh, movies that made us, and it's like a little a corny lesson out of it, but a lesson nonetheless. Like with Die Hard, by all accounts, you know, I always make fun how it's not a Christmas movie, but it is a classic action movie. And to just hear the story of how when they first played the trailer, like people laughed because people didn't take Bruce Willis serious. Like it was so bad. If you look, there are some posters with Bruce Willis's face on it and some without it. They took his face off because they was like, yo, this movie is going to bomb because they're not going to even give it a chance seeing his face on it. So they took it off. And then after they started making money, they kind of halfway put his face back on. So I thought that was cool. And also with Home Alone, man, that movie is such a classic. And I think the budget was supposed to be $10 million, And then the studio asked, could we raise it up to 14 and a half? And Warner Brothers, who had the movie at the time, was like, no, we're not going over $13 million. And so they rejected Home Alone for a million and a half dollar gap. And uh, I forgot who wound up picking it up. Was, Fox, oh, Fox. Yeah, Fox. Fox. Fox wound up picking it up. And they wound up making like $285 million. So I just thought it was cool to just watch these mega successes get told no in some kind of way. And ultimately, you know, they believed enough, persevered, and became a huge, huge success, man. So it's a good show. Uh, I didn't watch Dirty Dance because I've never seen that movie, nor have I what? seen Ghostbusters. Yeah, that's right. It's a lot of classic movies I haven't seen. Just saw E.T. two years ago. Never <laughs> seen Star Wars. So any, I, any of like Star Wars is like it's not a movie. It's yeah, none of them. None of them. None of them. Yeah. yeah. So that that's that's me on that. Wow. Uh, wow. But I, I got nothing, man. Like what Razio said enough for me to pick up on. The only thing is real quick for Name all eight reindeer right now without looking it up. You know, Dasher and Dancer. Oh, Donner and Blitzen. And that was six, right? I don't think I'm going to name all eight. Dasher and Dancer. And Dasher and Dancer and Common and Cupid. Somebody in Prancer, Vixen and Prancer in Angry. <laughs> Sleep. Sleepy. Sleepy. <laughs> Does Rudolph call us one? Well, he's he makes nine. He makes. Yeah, nine. You said name eight. I mean, I got I threw it in I, there. Yeah. I, I assume everybody can name Rudolph, man. Who, by the way, sure, every man. year I watch his Rudolph the Red Nose Reindeer. Santa is a complete oh, jerk. Santa, Santa was a jerk. The reindeer are bullies. Yeah. I, I, I wish Rudolph had said, now, now, y'all laugh at me. Now you need me? Nah, Christmas canceled, fam. Nah, don't worry about my red nose. I ain't flying nowhere. But that's it's all a, I got. It's a movie about inclusion and acceptance and overcoming obstacles. Yes, yes. He was he was handy capable. <laughs> yeah, that movie's kind of messed up, man. It definitely was messed up. Um, An elf that wanted to be a dentist. <laughs> Who came up with that? Man? <laughs> oh man! Um, Speaking of elves, elf 
uh, it's starting to come on. That's one of my favorite movies. Will Ferrell's oh, Avengers. Will Ferrell's. I just saw that last week, bro. That was my first time seeing. Wow. What? Wow. Did you like I it? Do. It's all right. It's all right. You're not a Will Ferrell fan, are you? Uh, I like old school. I like old okay. school and Step Brothers. Have you seen Step Brothers? Haven't seen that either. Step Brothers. If, if you watch any, if you watch any Will Ferrell movies, Step Brothers is by far one of my favorite movies. Like yeah. it's up there. Uh, I like kicking and screaming. It's uh, he becomes a soccer coach. Oh yeah. So, and it, yeah. huh? Mike Dicker have a, a role in that? Yeah, Mike Dicker's in it. Okay. Well, uh, for me, I want to take the time out to thank our fans and our listeners. Can we call them fans? I don't know if we can call them fans. Uh, thank our listeners for all the the support and input you've given us over the last year. Um, it's been great. It's been fun. Let me do a recap. Uh, so I heard I haven't seen Saturday Night Live yet, but I heard it was uh, pretty good. So I need to catch up on that. I heard our girl Lizzo uh, came out there and represented. So I gotta I gotta go and check that out so I can make my um, my assessment. Uh, I do agree that she's a talented young artist, and I'll just see what that's about. Um, have you guys seen Queen and Slim yet? I haven't. I haven't. I do plan on seeing it though. I saw uh, Star Wars, so I haven't seen Queen of Slim yet. Star Wars superseded all of that. So it was pretty good, actually. Rise of, Scar- uh, of Skywalker, if anybody wants to go. It's uh, it's it's a classic Star Wars. The new age Star Wars doesn't really do it for me as far as this, oh my God, it's a great movie. But it wraps up the, the trilogy of trilogies uh, pretty well. Well... I do plan on seeing that. My wife was asking about that the other day. But if you guys do get a chance, go check out Clean and Slim. I want to hear your opinion of it. I get I get mixed reviews, but I think overall it's a pretty good. It's a pretty powerful film. I think everything was good. Uh, very entertaining. They had some pretty good scenes, some funny scenes. Uh, um, so I like it. Um, trying to think, anything else, fellas? Anything we're missing? Nah, man, let's do it. It's Christmas, just and just in case everybody don't know. Oh, this yeah. is a Christmas episode. Merry Christmas, everybody. Christmas, Christmas. Crema, Crema Hanukkah. Yeah, yeah happy, All that. happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah to you, Rizzy. That's an inside joke. <laughs> <laughs> that is so not PC. Heard you should call him on that. Hey man, I'm... he let and hey, he lets he lets Fido get away with it all the time. So. <laughs> Why, why am I the am I the PC coach? <laughs> yeah, PC yeah. police. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't know that, man. I just try to call it like I see it. You know, uh, challenge the norm. So, uh, with that being said, uh, let's pay some bills. All right, we're back. Uh, Three brothers, no sense. Your new favorite podcast, getting ready to go into twenty twenty. Uh, before that, we have to acknowledge that it, like Rizzy said, it is the week before Christmas or the week of Christmas, actually. So when you listen to this, it will be Christmas Eve Eve, you know, or when this drops. So you might listen to Christmas Eve or Christmas. So, um, so you mentioned that you go to, you went to church today and I kind of joked about not going in a month and a half. And I think Brian kind of agreed is not that bad. Um, I don't consider myself an extremely religious person. I'm more of a spiritual person. And I know that's kind of the, the new norm for our age groups. You know, our generation, you hear that a lot where people are challenging religion more so. 
however, I grew up in a very Christian home, uh, grew up in the church, children's church, children's choir, did all that Sunday school, youth ministry, all that stuff, youth on the winter side, which was going on, by the way. And now that I'm old and I have kids of my own and I start challenging my thoughts on religion, you know, I think about some of the holidays we celebrate. Of course, because it's Christmas, we talk about Christmas. Um, and I don't even know if it's a religious thing, you know, because, you know, I know some people have, have converted from Christianity and stuff like that, but have struggled with completely moving away because they still celebrate things like Christmas. So my question to you guys is how do you celebrate Christmas? What's your family tradition for you your, you and your kids? Do you, do you teach your kids about Santa Claus? Do you do the traditional quote unquote Christmas stuff or is it more of a happy holidays? Uh, what are your thoughts on that? We were talking about that the other day with some friends, you know, and it was mixed emotions where a lot of people are like my kids aren't going to believe in Santa or my kids never believe in Santa because I don't want them thinking about no white man spending all making all these toys and all this stuff when I spend my hard earned money. So anybody want to take that question? Uh, I'm glad I have a backup question because you pretty much answered exactly what I was going to ask. But um, very divisive topic, believe it or not, especially like on uh, Twitter, man, on whether or not to let your kids believe in Santa. Like people are really getting upset on both sides, man. It's been funny to watch. It's not that serious for me. We told we told Jasmine from day one there is no Santa Claus, and you know if I, I don't. Have, yeah, probably, but I, I have no issue with people that allow their kids to believe in Santa. But for me, like I don't, I don't agree with the whole point of well, if you tell your kids there's no Santa, they'll they won't enjoy Christmas. Yeah, yeah, they will. Trust me, Jasmine is looking forward to Christmas as we speak right now. She can't wait. So I think taking away the jolly fat man does not ruin Christmas for kids, and it's just another, another. We had like a very real relationship with Jasmine, so. We we try our best to tell no lies, even if it's something as innocent as a Santa Claus. There is no Santa Claus. We buy the gifts, and and that's how it is. As far as traditions, go ahead. You got a question? Yeah. So, what was what was your rationale or your deep rooted reason for telling her that? Or not? Not that it's right or wrong. It's just just like, like I said, being honest. Just being honest with everything to where. Uh, I never want her to be able to say, you know, my parents lied to me about anything. And like I say, I get it. Santa Claus is kind of more of an innocent thing, but we just want to have that 100% relationship with her. And if I must be honest, I must be honest, there was some of the whole, uh, I'm not letting a white man take any credit for my work. There was some some of that, but I've lessened on that stance over the years. That doesn't matter to me as much. Uh, I know some people take a hard stance on that, but but mostly, man, it was about just being 100% honest with her. As far as traditions, we don't have any big traditions. We try to put the tree up the Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, we have some movies that we watch together every year. Uh, I think I that talked hard. about this on the pre. No, not that hard. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what movies are y'all watching? You just saw Elf. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, the, there, there's like family movies and then there's me and Tabitha movies. So the family movies are both of the Home Alones and then the me and Tabitha movies are like Bad Santa, Friday at the Next, uh, 
I think oh that Boondocks episode I gotta watch that that might be a me thing right there I don't even think she likes it that much but that Boondocks Christmas episode is something I gotta watch every year so uh, and I watched Beat Street which is kind of like a Christmas movie or oh, it has a Christmas part in it uh, well that's a stop, movie. stop that's a movie that's a movie from stop, the 80s stop youngest stop so stop <laughs> I was just about to say it so the fact that you can almost make Beat Street a Christmas movie I, no I, I I clarified. I clarified. I even Friday it has, after next, though, even Friday after next is a Christmas movie. It happened during Christmas. Oh no, 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 no! That's a Christmas movie. The opening credits has a Santa on it. It's a Christmas movie. It comes on with Silent Night. That's a Christmas movie. <laughs> Just happens. There, there's all kind of Christmas uh, music playing in the background in uh, Die Hard. Santa is in Die Hard. Just throw throw that out there. Anyway, anyway, the actor. <laughs> And the director said it's not. <laughs> Proceed, Ferg. Go ahead, man. <laughs> but Bruce Willis is a joke, so you really can't take him seriously. Oh, he's, bar- up, he's barely in the movie anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was your diagnosis. I mean, that's how you gave, broke it down to me. Right? It's true. I mean... Yeah, like, how the, how the hell he know? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> nah. All right. So, for me... Uh, I, I take a little bit of a blended view on it. So we do Santa gets one gift, period. That's it. Uh, so we do tell them about Santa. We we explain um, that Santa only produces one gift per child. And I, I think a little bit of that bore out of um, just growing up in in seeing Christmases where we'd get more stuff and other kids or our cousins wouldn't get as much stuff. And we're like, Oh, Santa brought us all this stuff. And then my cousin's like, Oh, Santa brought me, you know, one or two things. So, you know, what, what we did is we, we Santa gets the smaller gift. He don't even get the most expensive gift. Okay. That's what Santa brought everything else. Mom and daddy got you. Or, you know, grandma, whatever, uh, God, daddy, whoever got you the other stuff. So, uh, you know, folks get credit. So the kids understand that, you know, all this stuff comes from hard work. All this stuff. I mean, it don't grow on trees. Money doesn't grow on trees. So uh, we got to figure out how to make this thing happen and everything. But I do like the the wonder of just them being able to talk to their friends about Santa Claus and, and really get into that that spirit and theme of that. So. That's why we we kind of kept it up, but in Byron, you talked about being one hundred percent honest. But did you do the Tooth Fairy? Did y'all talk about the Easter Bunny or any of those? Hell no, Easter Bunny. No. <laughs> <laughs> so did y'all do Tooth Fairy? Uh, Easter Bunny that lays eggs. What the? I mean, it, some of this stuff is so ridiculous, man. Yeah. Uh, uh, Tooth Fairy. I I I know we did the money under the pillow, but I. Tabitha will have to correct me on this. She'll probably chime in. I can't remember if we told her we were doing it or if there was a two fairy. So you you may have caught you may have caught me in some hypocrisy right there. I can't okay. I can't quite remember on that though. Okay. Cause yeah, if you put the money under there, y'all could have just did a handoff, a slick handoff right there instead if you you know weren't doing two fairy. So, but I mean, there's no right or wrong answer to it. I, I really feel like it's just whatever works for your household. Uh, but that's how we do it. We really do try to kind of find that balance of letting them be kids and have that wonder and all of that stuff. And at the same time, uh, bringing them back down to reality that Santa's not doing all that extra crazy stuff. So, so why can't they have the wonder without Santa? 
Oh, they can. I mean, it's just one of those things that being in pop culture, you know what I mean? It's just being involved with pop culture. That's really what it's about for us. So, um, you know, same reason I'm wearing an ugly Christmas sweater right now. It's just part of pop culture. Uh, you know, that's that's kind of what you do during Christmas time. Um, but just want to say uh, I was even in church today and they were talking about how uh, Christmas is uh, Jesus's birthday. And it's not. I just want to throw that out there. Any listener that may think that it's any other uh, other reason. It is the celebration of Jesus's birthday, but it is not Jesus's birthday. Um, Jesus was born in the summer. I think you posted that when Riley was talking about that yeah. on Boondocks. <laughs> so it, it, it is that they're different. And we and that's the type of stuff that we do tell Sophie and Ollie, even though we go to church and we we raise them in the in the church. Um or I, Jenna could probably goes to church a lot more than I do. But when I say we, we as a unit go to church, um, she's just the one that's actually in the building. Um, and I'm mm. um, kind of not, but you know, when it comes down to raising them, we, we explain the differences in what's being taught in the church and what is factual or, or what it actually kind of makes more sense. Um, like we even explain how the church co-opted, the winter solstice so that they can create Christmas because it was, it was actually a celebration outside of Christianity first pagan holiday. Yeah. It was a pagan holiday that Christianity said, you know what? Hey, uh, we don't want these pagans celebrating. So we just going to throw some Jesus in there. And then all of a sudden they kind of co-opted the, the, the celebration and made it Christmas. So that we, we explain all that to our kids um, maybe a little too early at this point, but I think Sophie's getting it and they're, and they're, they're starting to think critically about the religion and everything else in the church, but, and still keep their spirit spirituality and their connection with Jesus and God. So uh, it's a balancing act that we're trying to do. Um, I don't know if it's working or not. We'll see. But um, so that's the whole, you know, Christmas Santa stuff. As far as traditions wise, we do the same thing, Byron, uh, you know, the weekend after Thanksgiving, we put a tree up and we do all that. Um, we have two trees. Jenica is a little OCD. So she has her tree that she puts up that is like decked out with the ball symmetrical and everything else. And then she has a small tree that she lets the kids put all their stuff on. So it's like kind of like the ugly tree where it has all their store or, or school made ornaments and all that stuff. They throw that on their tree and she lets them do that. Uh, he so just we call your kids Christmas tree. He did. And they're really did. ornaments. He did. Ugly. He did. So he did. not, not, I mean, this it, it's, not it's not enough to just piss off your wife. <laughs> <laughs> now you gotta throw the babies in it. <laughs> <laughs> Man, Rozzy. <laughs> the youth. You know what? Continue. Do not edit that. Continue. Out. Continue. Continue. <laughs> All right. Look. look. I, yes, it's an ugly tree. This is for adults. <laughs> the tree's ugly. All right. It's got, it's, it's got like it's got balls on like one half because they, they don't want to like go around the tree. So like all the balls are on one side of the tree. And stuff like that. Um, it's like one of those little Charlie Brown. The um, the oh, yeah. star is kind of drooped over to the side. It, it's bad. I'm gonna send, I'm gonna shoot a picture of it out to everybody. That's our listeners. That's our listeners supposed to Christmas trees uh, Monday. And yeah. Every every year the Capitol has a tree, and at night it looks great because all you can see are the lights lit up. But if you walk up to that tree in the daytime, because what they do is they let kids from all over the country send in like handmade ornaments, and they put it on the tree. 
It, it looks crappy. It's terrible. <laughs> well, I, I got your back, man. It looks awful. Hey, Thank man, you. Man. We did, we did all that. That's why Jennifer gave them their own tree. She like, I you remember when we were growing up? We thought that was the the, the macaroni and the popcorn uh, tinsel and all those things you were making. You oh, come yeah. home like, can, can I put this up? And your parents are gonna let you like, yeah, just <laughs> throw, it on, throw it on the tree. <laughs> all the stuff. Yeah. No, no, that's what we do too. Well, what one tradition that we do uh, do is they get to go to like Target or whatever and they pick an ornament that they that like a nicer ornament. You know, when I say nicer, five dollars, six dollars or whatever. So they get a new ornament every year. Uh, and so I'm starting to see a theme like Oliver this year. He picked Chewbacca and, and two years ago he picked BB-8. And then last year he just got a monster truck, but it's kind of yeah, like well, you, you 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 have to let our listeners know who the hell BB-8 is, Razi. You 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 forget the and rest your of your co-host. Yeah. Co-host. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, BB-8 is again, Byron. You probably don't know because you you've never seen a Star Wars. I don't know, you Grinch, but um, it's the big ball looking robot in Star Wars. The, it's white with the orange thing on yeah. it. Yeah, little head. So that's BB-8. So he he is super into BB-8. Um, and and I was surprised that he picked Chewbacca this year, but that's what he wanted. So, you know, it's one of those things that it's kind of cool to see their personalities. Sophie got some headphones one year, then she got a My Little Pony. Uh, so it's kind of what they liked. And so it's it's kind of cool to be able to go back and look at those ornaments and see what they were into at the time through through the years. So that's been fun. Um, Jenica buys a new set of PJs uh, on Christmas uh, Eve. So they always have a new set of PJs to wake up to uh, for Santa and, and to run down. And so Jenica can have good pictures and stuff on Christmas morning. Uh, but other than that, that's it. I mean, you know, we, we, as far as Christmas dinner goes, since Thanksgiving was so close, a lot of times we, we stick more towards a traditional Italian type of uh, Christmas meal. So we do like I cook and I'll do lasagna, bake some ZDs, like more of that versus your traditional dressing macaroni and cheese. But I think this year we're going to do macaroni and cheese and and a ham and be done with it. So we just got to see. Why Jenica want uh, mac and cheese? Did she not get any mac and cheese for Thanksgiving? Oh, oh, um, no, she did. Your mom's was awesome. (laughs) I was just trying to see if she, Uh, yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, she. I've been a little messy too. Yeah, I'm not that in trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Being a little messy there. <laughs> um, <laughs> inside joke, people. Um, I, oh, I, for me, we gonna say bar. No, I was gonna say I, I, I like what Rosie touched on when he's speaking on Santa, as far as uh, you know, explaining the kids. Hey, you got this one set of kids who got all these gifts, and then this other kid who didn't. So. I just like how he touched on that, you know, it's good to just do the whole one gift thing because some kids can grow up hating Santa. Like, man, Santa ain't bring me nothing, but he brought all my classmates, Super Nintendo and all that stuff, man. So I think that's a point that never gets touched on as well, man. Yeah, that's that's. I think that's the whole Christmas episode in the boondocks, right? Riley is pissed yeah, at yeah, yeah. Santa Claus. He's like, you going to pay Don't what you want, Don't spend the rims or nothing. I just wanted the rims. <laughs> Not even the call. Oh man, I gotta watch that episode. I might watch it today again. Um, for me, my thought process on it is similar to Rising, and actually, I think Rising helped me see it. Is when he mentioned um, because traditionally we let my daughter because she's you know at this point this is my son's first Christmas. 
believe all about Santa Claus and stuff like that, you know. And the reason I asked you, Byron, is, you know, what what was your rationale behind is because we never told my daughter about Santa Claus. The world told her about Santa Claus. So I didn't want to be that person that, you know, took that from her. Because Christmas is going to happen regardless. Just like you said, I'm pretty sure Jasmine has wonderful Christmases. But to be able to have that conversation, which your kids still believe in Santa Claus with the rest of the other kids, you know, having that little parts of joy, that parts of innocence, I still like. And I struggle with it because I'm so rational on so many things that, you know, similar to you, like, I don't want her thinking as this that jolly white man is the person that's spending all, you know, doing all this stuff. But it's like, is that personal? Is that me? Is that my ego? Is that, do I get anything? Does my daughter at four years old really appreciate the amount of money we spent on Christmas? She just know mom and daddy got a gift. She got all these gifts, but she doesn't know that this, this year totaled up to X amount of dollars. So, but I like what Razi, and I think we had this conversation maybe last year. It's been a while, but that's where we're leaning towards now is, kind of doing one gift from Santa. Um, I think we choose to do the bigger gift, you know, just because, but, and I don't know, I, th- I thought you said you did the bigger gift, but the smaller gift or a, a gift, you know, might be, you know, it really doesn't matter which one. It's just letting them know that. And I think your, your rationale was because as other people do so much for them, you know, your grandparents, aunts and uncles, uh, godparents and people like that, that take time out of their day and their lives or go into their budget and say, I'm going to make time to buy stuff for these kids. That they should appreciate that there's other people that care about them outside of this house or some imaginary white guy. So I hope all our listeners know that Santa Claus isn't real, by the way, just in case I don't want to be done. Oh Lord! Oh, a little alert! <laughs> disclaimer: If your kids are riding with you, please stop the <laughs> stop this recording. They already crying. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? There's no Santa. Hey, you oh know, we, God! We just know, we, we don't have any sense, kids. So we we just playing around. There's a Santa. April Fools. Yeah. Exactly. Can we do that? Yeah. That December Fools. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I like that idea because it. It really, it really goes back to why we do it. You know, we we buy these gifts. It's not about the gifts. It's, it's more so just seeing them, uh, their eyes light up, them being happy for those few hours until they're over it and they go and play with something else that they had a year ago. But I've noticed because I actually did some community service yesterday. We did Toys for Tots, and it it makes you realize for one, especially now in our situation, how blessed we are. And like our kids, we create budgets because we want to create them. You know, it's like, I'm not going to go out of my way and do all this stuff, but just seeing these people standing, standing in line for hours. When I say they probably gave toys to over 5,000 people, and they I mean they were they were there from seven o'clock in the morning till like probably we left around one thirty, just standing in line. They had people come in time slots, but it was just thousands of people. And for you all that don't know or who know that I do, I mentor. So we took some of our mentees out there, and I took time to talk to some of them because when they start looking at these lines and like, man, the people, how long are these people standing in line? Because it was cold outside. Well, Houston cold. 
And we had a conversation about like, you know, your privilege or you, 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 you have a, your mom and your parents do a lot. So you'll never have to experience this. You, you'll never worry about, you know, so I think it's about, we talk about Santa or not talk, telling about Santa, but also just telling about how blessed they are to be able to have the Christmases they do, you know, for some of these kids, if they don't, if they don't get these gifts, they don't get a quote unquote Christmas. And so I think we got to continue that conversation, not just about there's no Santa, especially when we get to that point, recognizing that. So that's something um, we don't have a lot of traditions. My tradition is usually watching Charlie Brown. Uh, Also the day after Christmas, I always go and get a, a, a can of popcorn my day after Thanksgiving, I get a can of popcorn, the the three, you know, the, the caramel, the the cheese and a butter popcorn. And I eat that watching my Christmas movies. And okay. I get a, that is a, a Christmas tradition for us. The day after Christmas, going to buy all the old Christmas gifts and ornaments that are uh, like 50 and 60 percent off for the next uh, year. We do that. That's that's a, that's a tradition of ours. Happy Hanukkah. <laughs> I was going to say it. <laughs> hey man, I'm just I'm putting people up on game, man. You can get a tree for like thirty dollars. Yeah, yeah. Uh, funny story. So I know people that do that for all the major holidays. I have a friend of mine, um, and he probably doesn't do it anymore because he's he's uh, he's married now. But at the Halloween, he would take whoever he was dating out to like uh, costume stores and get all these sexy nurse, sexy witch, sexy <laughs> bunny costumes just because, you know, he was kind of into role play. So it's like, hey, <laughs> we can get this stuff half off and have a good good rest of the year. So um, for any of you guys that like to role play, you know, go in the day after Thanksgiving, the day after Halloween, go to your local uh, party city or local costume shop and um, have at it. Have at it. Yep. Mental note. Go to. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Thinking the same thing. Right? <laughs> um, but you know we don't have that many, and I also get a, a bag of mother's Christmas cookies. You know the shortbread cookies. Oh we, yeah, the, yeah. The tin that used to have like your grandma used to use. Not like, that one, man. That, and I, stuff I, and all that. Those, not that one. Not those, man. I, and I couldn't find them. There was one year it took me like. It took me, I think the year we came up there for Christmas, I ended up buying them in Birmingham. Yeah, I couldn't figure it out. I couldn't find out what the cookies yeah. were. Yeah. I've been all I've been all over trying to figure out what the cookies were, but Byron's looking confused. You don't know what we're talking about, Byron? That little blue no, no, tea. I'm with you. I'm with you. Yeah. I'm with you. Oh, okay. Yeah, all right. So but I'm trying to implement, and the reason I asked about traditions, I'm trying to implement more traditions into my our family because I've said it before on similar things, we don't celebrate a lot. And not just celebrate us, ourselves, like birthdays and stuff like that. We don't go overboard with the holidays. Like, Rise, I know you guys do Halloween pretty big and stuff like that. So your kids will always remember Halloween. God forbid there's a day you're not here. They'll remember, man, the Halloween has always, always been big for them because how their dad, their mom, when did these things. So I'm pretty sure they'll carry on those traditions. My traditions, I think, come more so with cooking. You know, like my mom, to me, is just one of the best cooks I've ever met in my life. Agreed. So I, that's how she showed her love. She would always cook for us. And so I think I do the same thing 
Um, but I think my kids will probably take my, my cooking for granted one day and not knowing that's how I show, but also trying to create things. Like you said, Jenica buys these um, pajamas and takes Christmas pictures and all that stuff. You know, I'm trying to get to that next level where I'm trying to create more traditions and things that that will create memories. Cause I think that's what traditions are there for creating memories and carrying those memories on and creating a legacy, you know, two, three generations deep where they're doing things. So I don't know if you guys watch um, this is us, but just watching that show and how impactful starting traditions were and how it created fond memories of the family when they were young. And as they started growing up, create uh, creating their own traditions and spinning off and carrying on some of the same traditions as a family. So um, that's me. Side note, I don't want this to go unnoticed. Rozzy actually has on some grown up man, uh, headphones today, people. <laughs> Proud of you, bro. I brought, I brought them from work. I'm, I'm gonna be off work for a week and a half, so I was like, let me take them home instead of leaving them at the job. So yeah, well, take take the kitty cat uh, headphones to work and leave those there. Um, no, that would just be weird walking around work with the kitty cat headphones on. Oh, so it's not weird sitting there talking to us with kitty cat headphones. Nah, y'all the, y'all the homies. Y'all y'all good. Y'all, yeah, y'all will understand, and y'all yeah. understand my 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 weirdness a little bit better than the office. I, you know, yes. sometimes sometimes I have to code switch that weirdness on and off uh, for for the office. Make yeah, we didn't, yeah, we need to say something besides kitty cat. That just does not feel comfortable <laughs> having a grown man <laughs> say kitty cat back to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that was it, man. Anything else you guys want to say about that? Anything that was triggered? Um nah, I, I really enjoyed Razio's answer on that. And I wish I wish we had started the whole pajama thing a lot sooner, man. I think that's kind of kind of cool to have on the uh which I got like a like onesies and all that kind of Stuff. Oh, uh, no, I, we've done. We did uh, the like onesie one year, but really, we just let the kids go. Uh, either Jenica picks it, or she uh, lets them go pick one um, that they like. And so, again, just like the ornaments, it's it really starts to reflect their personalities. Uh, we don't do them as much as the the parents. I think we the year we did it all together was when we all had it. But now, nah, for me, I'm just gonna be in my shorts and a t shirt or whatever. All right. So my question. <laughs> My question, it's not necessarily holiday related, but it can be. Um, so, <clears throat> you know, the holidays is a, it's, it's a time of year where a lot of people kind of struggle to, you know, get gifts and pay bills and all that stuff, man. And so I would imagine it's a time of year where a lot of people ask other family members for financial help. Hey, can you can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? So my question to you two guys is it's almost like a three part question. Um when it comes to helping family financially, is it, uh, you know, they're, they're my family members, so I'm going to help them out no matter what, or are there levels like, you know, cousin so-and-so, I'll let them borrow a hundred dollars, but cousin other so-and-so, nah, I, I, I can't do it. And where do you draw the line? Like how much help do you, like, when do you feel comfortable enough to tell a family member? No. Like, is it like how many times you've helped them or is it a certain amount you know what? When it comes to family, where are you guys when it comes to like helping out? And is there such thing as helping them out too much? And the third part is we're all married, so we have our side of the family, 
and then you have your spouse's side of the family. When it comes to helping your spouse's side of the family, do you just let your spouse determine or do you have input because your money is together being married? Do you have input and say, hey, now nah, I know you love your brother or your, your cousin or your mom, but we're not going to be able to do it. So I don't know if you caught all three of those questions. I'll repeat them, but one of y'all take that for me. You want to start? Um, you want to go? You can. I can. I can start because actually that was Byron took my question. So now I got to look up a back <laughs> backup question because that that it really was kind of along the same lines of um you know when do when do you help but then start backing away uh and, and so I'll try to answer them as I remember them but the first one or at your last question about spouses and their their um, family versus you know my family i i look at them all the same as far as if they're my brother-in-law i look at it the same as my brother uh now as far as final decision on it i i will leave that up to my wife uh you know if her her sister asks for uh some her mom asks for something her brother i'm gonna kind of put my input in there and we're, we're gonna make that decision together um because she's closer to them, that's why I let I kind of defer to her for that final decision, uh, because there may be some emotional part to it as well. Uh, but when you're when you're thinking about as a, as a whole, just helping them, um, it is going to be. I look at it kind of the same. My my sister, my sister in law, my is exactly the same. Um, now, as far as levels to it, it is definitely levels. Uh, a cousin's not going to get as much as a, a, a brother. Brother's not going to get as much as a, 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 our parents or, you know, step parent or whatever, in-laws, um, parent-in-law, that type of thing. They're not going to get as much. Um, but, the, but the cutoff, I think, is subjective, though. You know, it, it really depends on the type of help they need, what they need it for, why they need it. Um, the amount uh, is going to be based on that, right? If they're like, you know, you got a cousin that gets locked up every six months. Um, you know, I might give you three, $400 to get out of on, on bail the first time you do it. The third time though, <laughs> nah, bro. I mean, I, I ain't got nothing for you. You know, you, you doing the same thing over and over and over again. So that's, uh, you know, I, I, I we even told our kids, I'm, I'm like, you got one time to get locked up. Like after that, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't coming to bail you out no more. So for the same thing, but so it really just depends when it comes down to what they're asking for. Um, but the big thing about it, man, is is figuring out when to say no is hard. Uh, you, you know, I, I know Byron Fur, you know, y'all have been in kind of I've been discussing it, um, you know, being able to help somebody. I've got folks that I've helped and I'm four thousand, five thousand dollars into helping them. And it's like, do you just stop at that point or oh, I, another hundred dollars and it might get them out of whatever cycle they're in. Um, I, I have a friend that's in a situation now where they had a church member and initially the church member was homeless, had a bunch of stuff going on, trying to get a job. So didn't have a car. So what they did is they let the church member stay with them for a couple months. Um, they let them drive their extra car. Then they got them into a house the 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 person got into their own apartment or whatever, but they let them continue driving the car when they got into their own apartment. And now that person is asking for even more money. And 
you know, my there was my coworker, and and so my coworkers coming to me like, dude, I don't know what to do. Like, I, we, my wife wants to continue helping this church member, and my coworkers like, but I'm like, look, you making it hard on us. Like, you know, now this is not only where we got extra money to help this person, it's literally taken out of our household. And I'm having to tighten my budget to help this person. Uh, and so the, I, I think that's a lot of what it is, too, is is how it's going to affect you. Is that money that you can get do without or is it money that like I need this money back in a month? So I got to decide whether I can help you or not. And that always is a big one. My mom always told me she's like, don't let don't ever let anybody borrow any money that you need back. That's right. And 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 I, I live by that one. And so that's another reason why even if, say, I'm in my situation where I'm four or five thousand dollars in with helping somebody, I'm not mad at them because, you know, the thing about it is I, I help and I give money. I do whatever I am. Or I did out of the goodness of my heart. And if you are if you're doing that for people expecting returns, expecting things to come back to you, then you're kind of doing it for the wrong reason anyway. And so that's why I, I can I can walk away and still not be mad at that person or whatever. I knew the situation. I knew what was going to be happening. And, it, you know, I was hoping it was going to come back. I was hoping that, you know, they were gonna, it was going to actually help them out of their situation. But if it didn't, I, I, I can sleep at night knowing that I did the right thing and I did as much as I could to help them out. So that that's really when you're when you're talking about helping people, whether it's family or outside of your family really just do it for the right reasons and you'll be able to walk away and still be happy no matter what, whether that money comes back to you or not. Man, I definitely agree with you on probably 95% of the stuff you said. Um, I'll start, I guess I'll start backwards as well. I see family as family, you know, my sisters and because I guess for one, because I have that weird black family dynamics, stepsister, half sisters have. So your sisters, my like same thing. Family's family. Um, now, it for me, it all depends on the person. I don't believe in any absolute, so I look at everything situational. Like it's almost like coming to me with a loan for a loan that maybe you not, may don't have to pay back because it depends on what this for. You know, if you ask me for two hundred dollars. I know this two hundred dollars means so much more to you than it will ever mean to me at this point in my life. Like the fact that you had to ask for two hundred dollars and probably pay it back, you know, like if I know your situation, like there's some people like if they ask for 200, they're going to pay me back. I know they're going to pay me back. There's other people that ask for $200 or $500 and I just know they're not going to pay me back. And even when they try to pay me back, I know that it's probably going to come another six months and they're going to need it again. So I'm not as pressed because man, you got a wife and three kids and you're doing this, this is this, and she's not working. And, you know, I'll, I'll probably forget about that $500 in the next month or two, you know? And now that I have it like that, it's just like that $500 that you don't pay me back is going to do so much more for you than it will for me at this point in my life. And I, I think I have that, that mentality is because I, I've honestly been blessed to have such great family and friends that have given me so much over the years and not really expect anything in return. Kind of you hit on that. But my thing is, what I disagree with you on this, Rise is I don't necessarily have to reciprocate it. I just don't want you to ever look at it and try to screw me over. So if you, if I end up investing $4,000, $5,000 in you and you're still asking for more and you're, you, you go in with the purpose of screwing me over, 
mm-hmm. then I can't do. And so I, I stop, like because my thing is I never wanted. I I know I don't have any ill will towards anybody because I don't put myself in situations where I know I'm be mad. So the limit is if it's if it doesn't have a, a drastic impact in my household, you know. Do do I ever have five hundred dollars? I just can give away? Nah. But if I know that five hundred dollars is gonna be way more beneficial towards your household at this time, because what and also based on what you're trying to do, you know, if you're just trying to you know buy some J's or you're trying to take, you know, like I, you know, that doesn't do anything for me. But I know you're working, you're doing all this stuff. Christmas is coming up. You know, you, you your car was in the shop. You had all this stuff. And you just got set back, man. Here you go. It is what it is. You know, holler at me when you holler at me. And my thing is, I always tell people to pay it forward. Mm-hmm. So you don't pay me back. I, I hope that that what I'm doing is helping you get in a position where five years from now, ten years from now, you're able to do the same thing for somebody else because it was done for you. That's the bigger picture for me. Is not necessarily getting my money back. Is continuing that cycle. You know, if, if I helped you. And the reason I'm helping you is because people help me. And the reason they probably help me is because people help them. And so you don't let it stop here. Um, but I'll never put my, myself in a situation where it's going to impact my family. We're like, well, mm-hmm. sh- well crap, man. I don't know how we're going to pay mortgage because we let them borrow this, 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 and this. And they told us it's going to pay us back on Wednesday. And it's Thursday. And mortgage oh. doing Friday. Nah. <laughs> no. Nah. You don't get my bill money. Yeah. <laughs> or, you know, and then sometimes it doesn't matter the amount. It's like, I know you're not doing anything good with this. I have people that call me, they ask me for $20. I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. Somebody can call me immediately following and ask for 200 What do you want me to send it? Yeah. You know, because I'd rather that $20 goes to somebody who deserves it or needs it more. You know, um, and my wife and I, like, her, our family, you know, we are friends and family. We've helped about multiple times. I don't even I don't even keep a tally. You know, she has free will. And so do I for oh, free range, free will, as long as it doesn't impact our household. You know, uh, $100 here, $200 there, you know, it's, it's not going to kill us. Now, we're talking about five, $600, a, a stat, you know, a rack, like, and we got to talk about this. And it really depends on who they are and what they're doing with it. And why, like you said, right? How did they get in this situation? You know, if one of y'all called me like, hey, I need a clothes, I need a thousand dollars of clothes on the house, or we had to do this, this, and this because my bonus didn't come in in time. Hey, let me let me talk it over the wife real quick. Let's see what we can do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm if if I truly believe in your cause, I'm gonna try to find a way to make it happen. If I just think it's some BS, or you screwed me over before. Cause like I do do a, a like a makeshift running tally to a certain extent. Like he asked for a hundred dollars last month, two hundred dollars uh, in September, three hundred dollars in August. But I saw this dude, like he was on a cruise in September. Like mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're doing all this other stuff. You, you got these borrow, days. Yeah, you brought like, all this money from me, but you still doing all this stuff. <laughs> I can't help you. Cause I know people that are just trying to, you know, they trying to make ends meet. That that two three hundred dollars I could have gave to gave them, you know, goes so much further. Like we're taking one of my mentees shopping for Christmas. Uh, well, we're gonna take them after Christmas because you know we're about to do that uh, the, the sales. But 
you know, I'd rather take my money and do stuff like that than give it to somebody who's just trying to go spend three hundred dollars on some J's. I guess that's how much they cost. Um, I think it's all situational, man. Yeah, I'm pretty sure you have a very thought out answer on this, Byron. Nah, you know what, man? You and Rizzy, yo, y'all have made it to where my answer can be short because Rizzy and you both kind of touched on everything I wanted to say. As far as is there a difference between her family and my family, I'm going to have to say yes, there is, but, you know, to an extent. But at the end of the day, she's going to have more of an emotional connection to her side of the family than I am. And so I guess the difference comes in is, I have to make sure she doesn't help them out to where it's going to start harming us because she's not thinking she's only thinking emotionally. So that's the only time I'll step in. And if she still wants to help him, we have an, we have an us pot and then we have a, my pot and her pot. And so if she wants to help them so much to where I don't think she should, then she may have to dip in her pot. Same with me. You know, when it came to my dad and this is going to take a dark turn, but when he passed away, you know, I went in my pot and paid for his uh, funeral service. He died, by the way, still owing me $200. I have not forgotten that. When I see him up there, I want my $200. But I think <laughs> I'm that serious, too. That ain't no joke. Uh, uh, you got interest on that, too? <laughs> I think Orazio touched on it. You both, both you guys did. I'm not going to loan out anything that I can't afford to because I don't want to loan you money uh, what what does they say in church? Don't give money begrudgingly. Like be a be a happy giver when you give money. Mm-hmm. So I give I loan out money or whatever, and don't get me wrong. I want to be paid back, but I'm not gonna let it become be- between a friendship with because I actually have a friend who has never paid me back, and that's cool. I still love them. We're friends, but I'm not gonna. I, I'm very hesitant to ever loan him money again mm-hmm. like that because. When you make no effort whatsoever, that's, you know, that's, I, I can't do it again. So um, pretty much just echo everything you guys said. And uh, like I said, with the with the whole family thing, as far as the family overall, my family and friends, I don't put one on the, over the other. It depends on the uh, relationship. Well, yeah, I was gonna say that. I'm closer to you two guys than I am some of my family members. So it just comes down to can I do it? Uh, what is your credit history with me? I got coworkers, man, that that's a, that, are, that are friends of mine that pay me back just like that. And I got another coworker. He paid me back. But if it's like $300, I'm going to get 100 this check. I'm going to get another 50 that check. I hate being paid like that. But to his credit, man, he pays me back in full every time. But it just depends on your credit history with me, too. So relationship, credit history, all that stuff plays a factor. Uh, into it, man. But like I said, you guys really tackled the majority of that for me. Yeah. So I got a question, a little piggyback off of that. Not my question, but so when so, when you borrow or when you let somebody borrow money from you, um, do they start acting weird? Like they can't be around you because they owe you or whatever. I'm like, it, look, if I let you borrow again, like I said, I, it's I don't give you what I don't what I gotta have back. So right. it ain't no big deal. You don't have to act funny and like ghost me because you owe me two hundred dollars. You know, but, no, no. Ferg says something like, uh, "Don't be going out there buying J's and stuff." Uh, Curvy enthusiasm had a funny episode. Larry David loaned somebody like ten grand, 
and they set up for something, but they wind up throwing like an extravagant birthday party for themselves. <laughs> and they didn't even invite him. <laughs> so he went to the door. He's like, wait a minute. I'm paying for this party. I should be able to come in. <laughs> I need a bottle. I need everything. <laughs> I need to be on a marquee. But you know, Roger, the only time I've seen that happen with me is those people that end up not getting their, their credit with me has run out. Because they know they were wrong from the get-go. Like, if you do some stuff and you're taking care of home, house and home, it just, it just, life happens. I had every intention of paying that $200 back, but like I said, the car broke down, the kids got sick, yada, 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 my wife ain't working. You know, like, no, oh, don't worry about it, we're good. No, we get you, no, we good, man, you're good. You know, like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Roger made me think of another question. Y'all ever had somebody that didn't pay you back but get mad at you. Man, I don't know what you're tripping over that little funky $200 for anyway, man. Like, exactly. Wait a minute. Wait a minute, dog. That's my money. It wasn't funky when you needed it. No, nah, man, I ain't had that because I haven't been in a position that long to loan people that money like that. So you've been doing a lot longer than me. But uh, and you, I think discernment, man, I'm very careful about the people I learn loan money to or something like that because I, I've offered to help people I probably offer to help more people than that have asked. And I'm not going to say it's kind of equal, you know, like, dog, what do you need? Like, I got you. Like, let's, let's make it happen. You know? Um, and maybe that was their way, you know, coming to me with a sob story. Like, man, how much, how much is $200, man? You know, but I don't get paid till next Friday and then shit rent due and da da da. So I probably get the car in the shop. What is it? Maybe like that $200. I got you. Let's, let's make it happen. Let's go up there, but you need to write a check. You need to transfer this or, you know. Oh, no, it, it's it's very few. And, and you know, I, I try to talk about, you know, giving, being a, a happy giver and all that and not wanting it back. But there has been a couple times where, you know, I loan somebody $100 because they were like, look, I, I, I got scammed. And so, you know, the Nigerian prince got me and it was $100 and I ain't got no money in my, um, you know, in, in the account. And so we gave we gave a friend a hundred dollars um, to just be like, Hey, here's a hundred dollars. So you can get back on your feet and everything. Didn't even want it back. We, we literally gave it to them. But right after we saw an Instagram story of them at this restaurant, oh, <laughs> like, oh, like no. they're like in Atlanta, like with this nice, like steak and stuff. I'm like, wait a minute now. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I the think worst. We, got, we got scammed, scammed by the Nigerian prince. Now, the worst for me was what is when people need money and the, the, you gotta you gotta do shit on their terms. Well, I need you to go down to the bank, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll have an account. So <laughs> yeah, you need to go to Walmart and uh, the Western Union. It's gonna cost you extra twenty five. And then <laughs> uh, how soon can you do that? Well, I'm at work. Well, I'm I'm gonna kind of need that right now. And, dude, <laughs> I get it. To I, me. How, how, how am I how am I being? Inconvenience for giving you money. <laughs> How you put me on the timeline? I've had that. Like, dog, can you just, just cash at me right now? You know, I'm driving, man. Let me just see the check my. Yeah, man. I just, you know, the sooner you get it, the better for me. You know, uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm standing here, and you know, I'm at Walmart now, or I'm about to pass a Walmart, dude. Oh you know, man. So, I don't know. So, so. With that, 
we we are in a situation where we can lend money out. Um, and you know, you you guys kind of joke about you know you Happy Hanukkah and all of that, but um, you know, being cheap is one of the reasons why we can lend money out because we actually have excess money to be able to lend out to people. Um, okay, or at least being able to manage our money, not necessarily cheap, but. What I want to know is, what is some cheap habits that you guys grew up with that you kind of still do? For example, <laughs> you know, I, I have a uh, drawer full of plastic bags from like Walmart and Target and everything else. Don't I have that's, no idea what I'm going to use with these. That's, that's it. You being thrifty, bro. That's smart. Everybody <laughs> got that bag. Zero bag. Well, buy and recycle, so he don't have it. <laughs> I do not Buyers bougie. They probably throw them all away. They, no, we they, don't need these. They actually, they actually take. They they have their bag. They buy the bags from their yeah, whole. They, they, they take it. They, they put it in they these buy little small trash they bags. Can, little no, they, they put them. They buy hip, uh, hip. Uh, we have the, shopping bags. We have the plastic bags. Thank you. <laughs> so, what are some other like really cheap habits you guys kind of uh, <sighs> like inherited from your parents? Um. And, and and still do. Oh, so we talking about the Tupperware, you know, butter yeah, dishes, yeah, yeah. Tupperware, uh, all that stuff. Huh? Uh, I definitely I have a collection of plastic forks, spoons, ketchup packets. Um, name it. Oh, yeah, I got in my oh and oh my glove compartment. Man, I have Wendy's, McDonald's, Chick Fil A napkins. Uh, I have a. I have saved a lot of, well, I probably haven't saved a lot of trees, but the amount of napkins I grab, uh, that's in my car at all times. <laughs> so I'm trying to think, what else, what else I do? I'm trying to think big things. <laughs> you know, I sometimes I forget that I, 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 I make a decent living and I'll not starve myself, but I'll still go buy cheap stuff or, or, or not do things that I, because I think when I was a kid, things that I would ask for, let's say I go to the mall, we pass by the, the, the cookie company. And I always <laughs> wanted a cookie. And I go to the mall today and walk by the cookie company. Man, it'd be great to get a damn cookie. And I leave and realize, you know what? You could have bought a box of dog <laughs> You could buy one of those things. You know, you, you'll, st- you'll eliminate pleasures in your life because you got so used to being told no that you forget that you can get it. <laughs> you're like yeah I can go buy a cookie every time I go to the mall I can get it delivered if I wanted to <laughs> you know but I, I still do little things like that it's little snacks that I know that were expensive that I just don't get or um, still looking for the always looking for the deal when I go to some place to eat you know pull up the Popeyes what kind of special they got today you know even though I might want a breast and some wings I'm still like I'm just going do some drums and some just some legs and some thighs, you know. They got that two piece special going on, even though I really don't like, like one dollar. Yeah, <laughs> that you know, one dollar difference. Like, Whoa. yeah, this is it's, it's crazy. Still use eighty seven octane, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's probably you know not helping my car, but I'm still use eighty seven <laughs> octane. And if you think about it, the, the difference is probably going to be two dollars and thirty seven cents. <laughs> and I don't pay for my gas, by the way. Still, <laughs> that's right. You don't. <laughs> yeah, just cheap things. <laughs> what about um, you, Buff? So it, it's funny, man, because my mother-in-law was here, and I went in the bathroom one day, 
and I got ready to get some soap. And I was like, why is this soap so watery? <laughs> she had to, she had to add it water. Back up. <laughs> so I have graduated from the add water to ketchup and, and soap and all that stuff. I've graduated from that. But like Ferg, man, I am not above grabbing some extra ketchup. Uh, Chick-fil-A better be glad they don't have that sauce sitting out. <laughs> I think that's why they don't put it out. <laughs> my drawer would be full of Polynesian, bro. I'm telling you that right now. Uh, straws, like, it, you know, the napkins. Like, I was laughing when he said the napkins, man. I got Chipotle and Chick-fil-A <laughs> napkins all in my glove box. So all of that, man, um, I wish I could think of some great examples because when you ask the questions, I'm like, I know it's some, but we do have the small bags. Like, not only do we use those bags as like a little small trash bag, like when you're cooking and stuff, you need to throw some away. You don't want to walk to the main trash can. But sometimes when I don't want to take my lunchbox, they are my lunch bag for the day. <laughs> I put my Tupperware in there, my bottle of water, and I carry the work and put it in the fridge. So they are multifunction in my household. <laughs> so oh, I, I recently um, what, what about bathroom from... trash bag? Like do y'all actually like your bathroom trash, do you put regular bags? Do you buy regular bags or do you use the the so, shopping bags? You uh, so shopping bags, baby. <laughs> well <laughs> in the, in downstairs in the in the guest bathroom where everybody can see, I think we use regular trash I mean regular bags. But upstairs <laughs> the common area <laughs> but no, nah, upstairs. Oh, that's all about that. And I, you got a six month old, so you know those are those are de- definitely uh, dirty diaper bags. Everything. Yeah, yeah, those things are great, man. Do y'all do y'all still do um like the Tupperware slash any container that you got that can re- is resealable? Do you keep those like wash them out and keep them? Oh, or man, do you, you just have Tupperware? The yes. little, the little, the little, the, the soup, the thing that they, they go to the Chinese uh, restaurant. <laughs> the Chinese soup, soup. Yeah, the box. The Le box. Man, we got. Yes. We, now, we sometimes, have. sometimes you get too many and it's time to like throw some away, but. When we yeah. start losing, we start losing lids. We yeah, got yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, so y'all, y'all don't actually go down to Mardi Gras often, but that's one of the biggest things that Jenica had to break me from is having like a stack of Mardi Gras cups. <laughs> <laughs> What's wrong with Mardi Gras cups, Jenica? <laughs> she was like, "No, we have glass. We we don't need these." And I, so she made me throw away all my Mardi Gras cups. So I had to go and get some new ones. So, but oh. Mardi Gras cups, man, that was one of the biggest things that we had to do. When I travel, because uh, food gets expensive, I will pack me a loaf of bread, um, some turkey sandwich meat, some cheese. And uh, we will be eating several sandwiches between this long trip instead of stopping to get, eat every. Yeah. I, I don't think like that. Like sandwiches? No, nah, nah, we, we get snacks and stuff like chips and that type of stuff. We won't pack like actual meals. Yeah. Nah, if I'm traveling and we'll still stop and eat every one. I mean, it's like the kids are sleeping. We're going. I don't feel like stopping. Hey, babe, can you just fix me a quick sandwich or two? Cause we'll have snacks. We have the baggage. We have chips and cookies, and you know my Red Bulls and all that stuff. But if I don't have to stop and, because I mean, because most times we're stopping this fast food anyway, so it's not that good. So it's just yeah. no, that's that's smart. It's actually really good to do it. But um, what we do is we, when we travel, we try to time the travel. Like we we um a leave late at night where the kids are going to be sleep. And so we may end up stopping for breakfast and hopefully we're wherever we're going to be by lunchtime. Yeah. So, so we just started traveling at night. 
Yeah. So we drove from Mobile for uh, Thanksgiving back and forth that night. But uh, what, what we have graduated from, because I remember growing up, my mom and my grandma used to cook a, a thing of chicken, put it in that Tupperware, and uh, we would pull over and be at the gas station center eating uh, <laughs> chicken and some bread. If y'all never did that, y'all haven't lived. <laughs> now, I, now, I'll tell you what else we do, too, Rosie. Uh You know, growing up, you're taught to eat all of your food. And so I kind of had to break out of that habit of just like trying to stuff yourself just to make sure you don't waste any food, man. Like make sure you uh, eat everything off of it. And Fur talked about traveling. I don't know if this is being cheap, but I'm not going to say which hotel and which airport. But whenever we fly out, sometimes there's a particular hotel I park at that's free and they have a shuttle that goes to the airport. (laughs) So, So instead of parking at the airport, I park at the hotel and we catch this shuttle for free because <laughs> I don't want to pay airport parking. It's too high. Hilarious. <laughs> Hilarious. That's so smart. That's, 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 that's smart. Okay. It racks up, sir. <laughs> All right, fellas. That's, that was a good one, man. I enjoy that show. Anything we left off? Any other cheap stuff? What, Rodney, you the king of cheap. What happened? I mean, y'all, y'all got a... Um, I, I one thing we do is um we still drive around looking for the cheap gas. <laughs> Come on, man! So it's a two cent difference, Rosie. Exactly, exactly. It'd be two cents difference, but for some reason we still like like we won't drive around looking for it. But if you know we know our route, and so we know the gas stations that have the cheap gas, and so if we need gas, we're like, I know my gas light's on, but. I'm going to drive this extra 10, 15 minutes until I get to the cheap gas station and then the two cents. So we still do that. Uh, even though, like you said, I, I mean, doing the math in your head, you're talking 20 cent, maybe 30 cent difference on those, but it really don't matter. So that's one that we still do. Uh, definitely the bags and like what you talked about with the, the drawer. Um, we have a junk drawer of just random screws and stuff like that. And I, I have no idea what I'm ever going to use these screws for. But we still, can't throw it away. Well, I need uh, them. <laughs> <laughs> you can't throw them away. You might need them. So, <laughs> so we still keep the uh, the junk drawer of screws and stuff. Um, I think that's about it, though. I mean, we I, I think I've really grown out of most of them. You talked about that a lot of the Tupperware stuff we actually grew out of. Um, Because at first we used to keep like the butter containers and all that stuff. And so we um, we've gotten out of that um, washing like plasticware. Y'all ever do that? No, 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 that's just I had to think about what you were saying. Yeah. Washing plasticware. That was one that uh, growing up like you you did that every once in a while. Um, No, you don't. I, 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 I'm just saying in, 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 in my house, every once in a while, some plasticware might get washed. Um, but yeah, we kind of grew out of that, but I mean, it's just truthfully, it's all about what you spend your money on, not necessarily the little cheap things in the house. Um, uh, the big ones that we, I probably do more not saving on stuff now than I do on saving truthfully. Um, you know, we do the, what is it? The rags, the paper towels. And we use paper towels for almost everything now. Like we use paper towels for cleaning instead of just like a regular rag. Jenica's mm-hmm. real bad about that one. Or we'll buy um, the disinfectant wipes. 
instead of just like putting some disinfectant spray and using a, a, a rag and so then we can wash the rag and reuse that so yeah we we've come a long way from where growing up um and all those little cheap things that we had to do but i still run around and turn off all the lights oh That's yeah the other one yes <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah you, you know um same thing with uh water in my grass I, I i do water my grass but i do it at the right times and everything so um that's one that we never really did when we were growing up anyway because you you didn't water a lawn at all so it rains for rising yeah but sometimes man you gotta if you want your grass to green up man you gotta you gotta water y'all do, do you water do you i mean we have a sprinkler system see yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. See, that's why you trying to make them feel bad? Why you trying to make them feel bad? It came with the house. Oh, it came with the house. <laughs> oh man, when I first uh, moved into the house, and that was the first time I ever had a sprinkler system, I, and so I didn't know you you weren't supposed to like use your sprinkler system like every day. So my first month and a half that I was in the house, I I actually watered every day. I soaked my yard. It was like all spongy and stuff like that. And I think my water bill was like $400 because I was sprinkling. I, w- I was watering what, like every day for like 15 minutes. So, yeah, folks, don't do that. You, you, There's a schedule you're supposed to go by on that. So don't do that. <laughs> Hilarious. All righty, Rizzy. Well, I'm surprised you're not as cheap as I thought you were. So that's Thank good. You. You, you, get, you get up there. Uh, well, fellas, this is our second to last episode for the the year. Anything you guys want to leave them with? I think I said this before time and time again, man. Very grateful for the listeners, man. We've only been doing this now, what, four months? We started mm-hmm. in August. So just to have the following that we have and the uh, amount of listens we have, we're just so grateful. Hope you're enjoying the holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas to everybody. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All that good stuff. Thanks for rocking with us. Um, I think we've gotten like maybe one or two critical comments on our social media page. Don't hesitate to criticize us. We like the criticism, but just expect us to like, if we don't agree with it, we will either agree or we'll defend ourselves, but we want all feedback, not just positive feedback. And um, we just like the interaction. So just keep it coming. Rizzi, can you tell them before you say your piece about the, the the voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good. So yeah, we'll post we'll post um the link to the messages on uh the Facebook. But if you go to our uh website that's in our bios for all our social media pages on there, it has a message us button on that site. Go there, click message us, and then leave us a voicemail, guys. And what we can do is so instead of us having to ask questions every um episode, we actually can drop your voicemail in for a question. So if you got any questions or you want to give us any feedback that you want on the show, you can record them onto our site. And then what we can do is we can pull those in and put them on the show. So um go there, leave a voice message for us. Uh, we'd love to hear your feedback. We'd love to hear your questions so we can actually start incorporating those into the show as uh, much as we can. Um as far as my closing statements, I want to say happy, um, happy holidays, Merry Christmas, however you want to uh, encompass the entire holiday season. We appreciate the the likes, the shares, the comments and everything like that. Um, one thing that I really, really, really want to talk, talk about is just uh, being home for the holidays, being present, being aware. A lot of things happen uh, to folks over the holidays. Um, I had a friend actually have 
uh, a kidnapping attempt for one of their family members uh, a couple days ago. So be aware of your surroundings, be aware of what's going on, um, watch what's happening around you uh, and stay safe and reach out to anybody that uh, you be, you're, you're missing or you think that they need somebody to be reached out to. Holidays are hard for a lot of people. So reach out, say thank you, say Merry Christmas to those folks that you think may need that um, that little reaching out to. All right, man. That was a great, great. Um, I, I can't say this enough. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. All that good stuff. And we miss any holiday greetings. Uh, my bad. But once again, we thank you guys for everything that you've done, the support. Can't wait to rock into 2020 with you guys. We got one episode left for the, for the, this year. So until then, be safe. Like Rosie said, be present. Enjoy your family. Reach out. There's a lot of a lot of us have moved outside of our hometowns and stuff like that. So if you're if you have a, the opportunity to invite somebody over that might spend the holidays by themselves just for maybe a day or a few out or a few hours, please do that. And if you're gonna be at home by yourself and you have some people you can reach out to. Go ahead and ask, you know, uh, it is the time to be together, be with loved ones. So hope you guys enjoy your holidays. Once again, three brothers, no sense. Six rules of podcast. Listen, like, share, subscribe, comment. And most importantly, listen again. See you next week. Go change.